Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are watching The O.C. Because Riverdale is doing what Riverdale does. Just got another break that it's doing, so this is the uh, a return to the Orange County, California. Here we come. Yeah, and we did. And thank goodness, because it's cold outside, so it was nice to watch an episode that takes place in two <laughs> Two hot states. places, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. this, this one, they, they take a trip out to Miami, Ooh. which they have to remind, remind us of constantly. And this is like the most 2005 thing I have ever <laughs> seen. Like, when did that song come out? Um, I thought it was a 90s song. That's a 90s song. song. Yeah, Will Smith's Miami is a 90s song. So they're using it ironically. There's a, there's two songs in this um uh in this uh episode yeah. that I feel I guess I are guess they're theme songs. They have Miami by Will Smith, which comes up twice. I'm kind of surprised it didn't come up anymore. Yeah. Uh and then also they use Kids with Guns by uh by Gorillas twice. Which apparently is the theme yeah. song for Mary Sue, who we meet in this episode. They also give us um, Eye of the Tiger numerous times. <laughs> well, that's... There's essentially this that ep- Summer's Angry Boxing Song. Yeah, essentially this episode has theme songs for people, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a cute episode. It's trying stuff. It's de- it definitely is trying stuff. It, it's got a lot going on with it. And, we'll, and we will talk about that, I think, right now. Ooh. Ooh. So this is The O.C., Season 2, Episode 21, The Return of the Nana. The Return of the Nana. The episode begins like many episodes do in The O.C. We're brought back right in the old way we know it, which is the morning. The morning in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, Seth and Ryan having some banter. Yeah, just a little fun thing. Seth is worried as effectively that, you know, his hips, that he's not hipster anymore. Which is true. Yeah, yeah, because a band that he likes is now popular, and he's like, oh no. My cred. <laughs> cred. But that is instantly pushed aside when they get a call. <gasps> From the Nana. From the Nana. And she instantly starts guilt tripping, so, you know, she's still the same. Yeah, she's back. She's in fighting form. <laughs> Yep. She wants to talk to Sandy, does not want to talk to... Well... Well, Kirsten doesn't want to talk to her, and also she she doesn't want to talk to Kirsten, but neither of them are going to say it. She wants to talk to her son. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, turns out, which will be this uh, plotline of the episode... Yeah. She's getting married. Ooh. Ooh. Which, of course, means that apparently they have to immediately go off to Miami. Oh, yeah. He... Sandy reacts to this like it's bad news. (laughs) He's like, oh... Oh Matt! Oh wow! Really? Oh. That soon? Okay. Well, oh. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Then he hangs up, and they're like, "What? What's happening?" And he's like, "We're going to Miami. We're, go- we're going to Miami." Now, it is never discussed, but is apparently apparent to everyone that Kirsten is he's not, not going. Yeah, that was also a surprise to me, kind of. Well, it, well, because I to to figure out which episode we were in, I had to look up in my little sleeve in the DVD. Oh yes, thing I, had. <laughs> I just figured one of it, and it said that Sandy, uh, that that Ryan, Seth, and Sandy go to Miami. I'm like, what about Kirsten? And then there's just not mentioning Kirsten at certain times, and they just like they don't give a reason. And there's then, no <laughs> explanation. There's no discussion. And then in one scene, it just, you just have them leaving, and Kirsten is staying there. So, <laughs> so I mean, sure. 
I mean, I guess Kirsten is the CFO of a major corporation. But let's say, weirdly enough, that actually didn't bother me that much. That she, that like, yeah, of course. So she's just not going. Yeah. No, it just, it we, puzzled me because I was like, when did they talk about it? And I like went back and they looked at it. And they I was never like, talked they about it. It's just, we just, they just did. And you know what? Hey, sometimes in shows, you just got to slide by. Though I will say, Aaron, in the sleeve, there is a scene that apparently is missing an unaired scene from this episode. Maybe it's the scene that explains why she's I, not going. I purposely did not watch that scene. So now I'm spending the entirety of the episode just being like, oh, where is it? Where is this missing scene? <laughs> who Who is missing a part? And it might be the reason why Kirsten didn't go. You know what? When I go home, I'm going to watch it. Though, I mean, to be fair, that scene probably is just Kirsten Sadie being like, hey, Kirsten, so you want to go to Miami? And she's like, no, I have work. And he's like, oh, that's fair. <laughs> well, they're probably being like, I understand. I understand as well. <laughs> it's just them nodding. Well, because all we get the lip service later is when um, he's talking to Nana, and he's like, uh, Kurt, you know, Kirsten, she isn't here. Uh, uh, she so wished she... she could be here. And but Nana's, Nana's like, like, no, mm-hmm. she isn't. <laughs> they move on. They move on. So the Actually, bo- just very quickly, I wanted to take a moment here, because we watched a lot of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And now the, now the OC. Riverdale doesn't have a title sequence. It has Riverdale, and then yeah. things begin. This has a title sequence, which was a big thing, obviously, back in the past. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I, that I appreciate about the title sequence, uh, and this may be a, a, a bit of a side, but every time they show the character, they're always shown with another character. Like, the little moments you see are never them alone. It's always them with someone else. And it's always them, like, showing their character with someone else. It helps position them in the world. Well, it also demonstrates that this show is about relationships. Because I have seen other, um, like, teen drama shows that have, that whenever they have the, the characters, it's just that character alone somewhere, like, you know, <laughs> staring off in the distance. When is anyone on the show ever alone, Kevin? Yeah. No, exactly. It's it's a... It, 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 I just want to draw attention to it, because it's kind of like a lost art of the main title sequence of a of a show like this. Man, theme songs. Yeah. Yeah. But the theme song of Riverdale is... <laughs> it's just a tone. It's like lost. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Seth is yammering on at Ryan about Miami. Yeah. And You're... Ryan's like, but I can't go. I have obligations here. I guess that was happened to this scene. I was mostly focusing on how... Ryan's uh, wake-up routine is having to go around his room and open every single blind individually. Yeah, it seems real it, tedious. <laughs> this scene actually lasts for quite a while, and said this op- uh, Ryan is opening blinds the entire scene. <laughs> that, that room would be in... Infu- no wonder he just keeps them up sometimes, because he's like, I don't want to do that. So much work. There's so many blinds. This is before home automation. You know now that you'd be able to press a button on those oh, blinds. Oh, for sure. And they'd be like... Yeah. So, so that's what I got out of it. Well, it's not really important. It's mostly Ryan being like, I have obligations. And Seth being like, eh, you don't. <laughs> yes. For once in your life, everyone's okay. Seth is, su- is super, super pumped. To uh, be an old. To, to be an old Ed Ryan. And he's like, well, come on, Ryan, you deserve a vacation. Also, Seth wants to get away from summer. Valid. He did a bad. He did a real bad. Now, meanwhile, Sandy is all worked up in the house. He can't find his flight number because he wants to upgrade himself. Yeah. I really hope he just upgraded himself and he left the boys in coach. He just doesn't want to sit in the middle between the two boys, presumably. Even though he's the dad, he can take any seat he wants. (laughs) Nah. Uh, This is kind of just a lovely scene. It sort of shows that Sandy is 
Uh, he's confused about that someone would marry his mom, but in a kind of a loving way. It just seems like a lot. Yeah, he's worried. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know what, we're going to skip ahead, but it turns out his mom owns a million-dollar condo in Sarasota. <laughs> Sandy bought for her. And she I guess does just, not live in. I guess it's just been sitting there. Waiting for her. Yeah, like, I think Jimmy could have lived there. Well, I'm just looking at where Sarasota is. That's that's probably a good idea to see where where they're talking about because because she lives in Miami. Oh, Sarasota is also in Florida. That's okay. why Jimmy can't live there. I mean, Jim, Jimmy's off on the ocean or Tokyo or Cuba. He's an ocean man now. Yeah, he's a sea man now. Mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> anyway, he loves his mom. He doesn't know who else could love his mom, and he's very worried about her. Yeah. We're going to continue on with Act 1, because Act 1 of this uh, episode is pretty much just everyone telling other people they're going to Miami. <laughs> and other people having feels. Yeah. So, so Ryan goes to see Trey. Well, no, he doesn't. He just calls Trey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he calls Trey, tells him he's going to Miami. Well, Trey gets a visit. From our good friend, Drug Girl. I called her Overdose Girl. I've forgotten her name. So I called her Overdose Girl. Anyway, so what this sets up is apparently they did not have sex last episode where she invaded his house. But now they are. They do the thing that they used to do, um, or they still do, in uh, episodic and serialized shows, where someone comes back later. Like, they, they, they appear in an episode because it's dramatic, mm-hmm. to be like, I just wanted to thank you. Then they come back later to be like, I wanted to re-thank you. Because, I want to thank you some more to progress the storyline. Yeah, because we need to continue that scene where there's no reason why I would have left in that scene, but... Uh, <sighs> So, anyway, she's back for sex and stuff. She doesn't have her Buddha smoking pot tattoo anymore, I don't think. Well, you know, maybe she had to get that removed. Maybe. It's, after her overdose. It's either that or it's real far down on the lower back. Or it was temporary. She got a temporary tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> she got airbrushed on at the pier. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, got Buddha, you got Buddha smoking pot? It was, it was a Buddha smoking pot tattoo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it showed that, showed that she was fun. <laughs> That's what it symbolizes. It shows that she's vaguely aware of Buddhism, but very aware of pot. The two things you need when you're an overdose girl. Now, this next scene shows something about Summer that I love. This is my favorite scene in the episode, maybe the season. This is something that Summer needs. This is such a crystallization of Summer's, like, the kind of person she is and, like, everything about her. Because Summer... Is boxing. Summer is rage boxing to Eye of the Tiger. And now you might be thinking, okay, let me clarify this for you. She is rage boxing to Eye of the Tiger in a zebra print punching bag. In her bedroom. That she just hung up in the middle of her bedroom. <laughs> it's so very good. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's it makes sense. It's very summer. It's very of course she would. And of course her punching bag would not just be like a black punching bag. No, it needs to be it needs to be fancy. It needs to fill with her room. So it's zebra print. Yeah, it has to be cute. I'm I'm always surprised it's not like pink zebra print. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just have some pink elements. It does. Anyway, so she is just just going to town. And in comes Seth, and he knows this is not gonna be a great situation for him. But he apologizes. Yeah, he he apologizes. Uh, and Summer's like, oh, you can't bother me anymore. Then he instantly bothers her. Yes. <laughs> Summer is trying to find her inner zen by letting out her outer rage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he he's like, 
I'm, I'm going to going to Miami. And, and she's like, oh, I see parties. <laughs> you can go to Miami and party. And he's like, oh, you don't understand. I just want to hang out with the olds. <laughs> I can't wait to see all them olds. And she alludes to the one insane thing this show has done, which is make up a fake MTV. <laughs> yeah, what is it? M and B or something? Yeah, I, it couldn't even stick in my brain because I was just like, why aren't you MTV? It's, it sounds so close to, to MTV that it's a good parody of it because if, I feel like if you're going to do a parody, it should sound close, especially with rhyming. Yeah. Um, com- compare that to, once again, my problem with Riverdale with all their five seasons and TGI Thursdays. What would they have called this? I think they would have called it like BTV, Band Television. <laughs> It would have been bad. It would have been bad television, and then the Canadian version would would have been much banned. <laughs> much banned. <laughs> <laughs> much banned. Very well. <laughs> so you know what? Um, she's like, oh, you're going to do that much banned thing, aren't you? There's summer break. I guess it's spring break. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that just slipped under the radar. I mean, I guess winter ended. Well, I know, but like this, this is this this episode is technically this season's spring break episode, and it's actually pretty subdued. And like, none of the girls go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Zach doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's go from there to a little bit more of a comfortable relationship. Oh, Ryan goes to tell Marissa that he's going to Miami, and uh, she thinks it's adorable. Oh yeah, she. I mean, she's ready to spend a weekend in bed, effectively, because I guess. Her... Caleb and well, they got back together. Remember, he's giving God. her one last threatening <laughs> chance. God. Yeah, I'm actually kind of kind of bummed we didn't pick up on that plot line. Oh, I for I forgot that it ended with him being like, "Now put on a nice dress and say thank you." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I guess her and him were going to spend the weekend together. But as soon as he's like, I'm going to Miami for my adopted <laughs> because my adopted grandmother is getting married, she just goes, "Oh." <laughs> Because she knows Ryan's not going to party. Oh, yeah. There is so, like, it is insane to me. There is so much trust in this rocky, chaotic relationship. <laughs> I don't know how they got there because they were so bad together before. I know. I know. It's it, it's insane. Anyway, she's very excited. But he's kind of worried because he was going to help Trey find a job. And Marissa's like, oh, I can do that. Here comes another reason for Marissa to spend time with Trey. Ugh. 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 So this is the scene where we've got to learn that Kirsten is not going to. Because Sandy treats his wife like he's leaving his teenager at home for the weekend. <laughs> he's like, so you have the alarm codes? Do you have enough money for pizza? I'll say that. I think that's perfectly Sandy. Like, Sandy <laughs> Sandy is terrified of everybody. Like, he wants to help everybody. Yeah. Like, so he's leaving. He's like, so you know, like, you, you remember the code? You remember the, that? And if they, if they call you, you know what the code word is for the... And she's like, yeah, it's Grace Lightning. Because of course it is. Because of course it is. And I do like that after they drive off, Kirsten does have a moment where she's kind of like, I'm alone. And she doesn't know what to do. So she calls her office and asks if Carter's there. Yeah, because that's barely what she has to do. Then the Miami song happens. Then, because, of course, Miami by Will Smith happens. And not only does the song happen, as they arrive... Sandy quotes the song. Sandy quotes the song that is playing over. (laughs) And I'm like, you can't do that, OC. 
OC, you can't do that. What is this referential humor? Don't, don't, don't reference the song that is playing. The best part would have been if, as he said that, the song said that. <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. That, that would have been, or if he was just like, well, you know, as Will Smith says, and then that, that song plays and he just doesn't say and anything. Like, you know, like, he's like, oh, you know, you already know what he says. I don't have to quote him. He says, welcome to Miami. <laughs> That is the crux of that entire scene. That's all I got out of it. Maybe they're talking about other things. I don't know. I think this is one of those ongoing scenes where Seth hates everyone young and tan. He just <laughs> wants the olds. I know. This is kind of a kind of a bad old and tan guy. Since if someone has a tan in this episode. They're not great. They're not great. Not great at all. So what we learned that Kirsten apparently does when she has a weekend to herself is, is work. Yeah. She wants to go in. She wants to put together like three issues of the magazine in one weekend yeah and carter's like eh. <laughs> i bet i bet carter had the idea like oh man <laughs> i don't know what carter's plan is here because he wasn't he wasn't planning on working with kirsten and he didn't know that she was going to be there right, well let's talk about what Carter because carter apparently he thought it i mean he thought this his this whole working on this fluff newspaper was going to be the nail in his coffin Turns out he got a job offer. People love it. Yeah. And he's leaving on Monday. Yeah. He's yeah. He's leaving to New York. But then but then, there's a lot of weird things in this moment that I don't know because I don't know enough about this industry to know if these, any of this stuff could happen. Apparently, the publisher... Is just going to give them another editor. Yeah. It's just going to replace... Like, so they're hiring him and just giving another... like. What? Yeah, I don't really think that's how magazines work. I feel like, and the weird thing is, I feel like Carter could just been like, but I know this other person, they're really great. I think this is more their speed. Yeah, they're going to be a great fit. You're going to love working with them. And, and in, Kirsten, in Kirsten's defense, she's pretty actually okay about this because we always knew that yeah. Carter did not like this style of writing. And she knows that he wants to achieve his dreams. Yeah, and, and honestly, if they got another... Uh, editor who was more interested in Newport stuff, yeah, or I mean California stuff, like that yeah. sort of stuff. Like he very much should be up in New York, so she's she's cool with it. But there's a lot of feelings inside her. <sighs> Kirsten, you know what? I understand that feelings are complicated, and she's trying really hard not to act on her stupid, complicated feelings. The the basic uh, point of this episode is that feelings are complicated. I say that's the moral of this episode mm-hmm. because. And it's Car- okay. Yeah. Carter's like, you know what? Uh, let's, you know, we should have a dinner to, to celebrate and to say goodbye. We'll, we'll go out to the arches. But the Kirsten, like, her mind cracks within her. And she's like, oh, my God, come to my house. I'll make dinner. Bye. I'll cook dinner for you, Carter. And then you can leave. But <laughs> before that's done, we'll have dinner together. And then her face goes, what did my mind just say? <laughs> There's a lot of moments in this episode where we get a lot of just Kirsten looking at the distance and being like, what is happening? Why did I do these things? You get the same thing when, um, uh, when Sandy and them were leaving, where for a long time she just stares at the distance like, what is that? What did I do? Why didn't I go with them? <laughs> what? It's like it's like she's a person who's been possessed by the script. <laughs> I'm not doing these things. My body's acting without my mind telling it to. Maybe it's the actress Kelly Ro- Rowan passing judgment on the script. <laughs> the actress is like, I don't think this is what Kirsten would do. But I actually do think it was Kirsten would do. She so she has she has a history of just panicking and doing things and then being like, oh, oh no. 
Oh no! Oh no! So so we're gonna have a possibly sexy dinner. Ooh! Ooh. Uh, Short quick... scene. Seth still wants the old. Yeah, guys, walk through Miami. Meanwhile, in a more interesting scene, Marissa goes to visit Trey, and he's shirtless, and she's perturbed. She doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, he's no, no, he's not shirtless, Aaron. He's wrapped up in a blanket. Oh yeah, and she he's, does not he's care holding for it. a blanket around himself. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, we'll go get you this, this thing. And, uh, I'm going to get you a job because Ryan, Ryan's not here, but I'm here to help you. Marissa does a very good job of phrasing it. But, uh, like, if, if it was phrased any other way, I can imagine her just being like, I don't need a babysitter. Because <laughs> that's 100% what she is. This is what she is. Uh, but she brings up, we're going to go get you a job. Yeah. Which is true. He actually does want that. But then, surprise, surprise... Our overdose friend is still there. With another blanket. <laughs> she's watching Trey watch Marissa drive away. And she's like, oh, you like Marissa as if. There's some hard shade at, at Trey. Like, it's really mean. Yeah, she's like, ah, you and Marissa, there's no chance of that. What are you, dumb, you idiot? Anyway, I'm going to do some cocaine. You want coke too? You want to do cocaine? And Trey I'm a bad the- influence on you. I overdosed. This is my character development. <laughs> drugs, drugs, some not drugs, now more drugs. I have completed what my job is in the series, and I may not be seen again, or I may be. Who knows? Ooh. Ooh I'm, I'm not the new Alex, though. I'm a mystery. <laughs> uh. So we get our second Will Smith Miami montage, but this they, time they really wanted to get their money money's worth. They're like, hey, we 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 got the song, we got Miami by Will Smith. We're not just using it once. I'm sure it was expensive. I'm sure it was because this was like the height of Men in Black and stuff, wasn't it? I mean, it's it's also just a very popular song yeah. by Will Smith by Sir William Smith. Mm. But really, what this scene is about? How Seth cannot wait to be an old. Oh, he sits down with those old men. And they love him. And it's horrifying to Sandy and Ryan. It's like, Seth doesn't have this many friends at school. <laughs> what has happened? Man, when, in like, God, 70, 60 or 70 years when Seth is an old man, he's going to be so content. He'll be so popular. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be like, ah, I can't wait to just, he does it right now, he just complains. And is old. <laughs> he just complains and eats dinner at 4.30. Anyway, uh, the Nana is the, is here, and she goes off and have a talk with Sandy. But before she does that, she talks about how hot Ryan is numerous times. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're not, re- they're not really related. Yeah, it's yeah, cute. She doesn't live with him either. But yeah, she takes Sandy aside. Sandy sort of alludes to some of his marriage problems with Kirsten. He Well, yeah, he, he, he mentions that, like, I mean, and to be fair, it has been difficult. The last year has been difficult for them. Although... It's been so long since we watched the OC that I was kind of like, well, where are they at right now? What are their problems? I think I think the idea is that they are fine, but they have to pay some service to the fact that it that a lot of this season is about their relationship with each other and the challenges they have had. Yeah, so I think if he if he just said, "Oh no, everything's great," there was this little thing where I kind of had feelings for an old ex girlfriend, and also and then she ran away into the night. <laughs> yeah, like I I feel like. They had to pay some service to it. Anyway, we learned some stuff about uh, the Nanas, who they will consistently call the Nanas. Because very specifically, at one point, Ryan says, your grandma. And they're like, no. No, no. The the, the actress, um, I actually wrote it down, the actress, uh, Linda Laven, actually gets credited as the Nana. They say her <laughs> name in this episode 
but she is the Nana. And yeah. we learn some stuff about her, uh, her husband-to-be. Yes, his name is Bobby. Yes, he's 12 years or younger. He's a chiropractor. And they're moving to the condo that Sandy bought for his mom in Sarasota like a year ago? Years, Years ago? Years ago. And Sandy's like, oh, thank God. Finally. Now, I imagine she lived in the retirement home for, like, companionship. Yeah, I imagine it was, it was, it was probably that. Or also she just didn't want to. I mean, because here's the thing. She is Sandy's mom. And Sandy would definitely do something where if, like, Caleb bought him, like, like, well, Sandy, I bought you, like, let's say a car that you can drive. He'd be like, no, nah, it's just been sitting in the garage. I'm not driving your car. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> just, just based on spite. The, uh, the Coens will do anything for spite. Mm. No. Now, more rage boxing. Yes, more rage boxing. And Zach arrives and makes a very... Really, Probably the most foolish decision that's ever been made. Which is to put his face where the boxing... Well, no, he just ta- He's like, Summer's like really into it and her headphones are in. And he taps her on the shoulder. And she whirls around and punches him. <laughs> he gets rocked. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hoped he would actually get knocked out and we'd come back to this scene later. He's just got peas, like frozen peas on his eye. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> So uh, he's there, I guess, to check on Summer. Because he brought her home from that party last episode, which was a time ago. Yep. Uh, And we get another thing where Summer vastly misunderstands Seth's desires. (laughs) (laughs) She really thinks that Seth wants to go party. Yeah. Genuinely, she thinks that. I mean, he does, but he wants to party with the olds. He wants to Not with the youngs. No, he hates the youngs. He hates the youngs. He wants to play Pinochle. He wants to eat dinner at 4.30. (laughs) Ryan's also very content to just hang out with the olds. Like, not in such a way that Seth does, but... He just wants to chill. He's like, I'm fine with this. He walks out with a drink in his hand. He's having a good time. So, Zach is like, okay, well, you're very angry, so allow me to distract you with dinner. And she's like, I do not want to be with your family. He's like, oh, no, no. My family won't be there. It'll just be me. And I'll cook you Italian. Because Francesca gave me a recipe. And I'm like, oh, man. Two possibly sexy dinners in one episode? So good. This is getting wild. There actually kind of is a party, but like, oh, (laughs) man. So many parties. So many sexy sexy dinners. (laughs) Now, Kevin, important for you to know. Yeah. Uh, Zach's family is at an economics convention. Yeah, because they're a they're a thrill a minute. <laughs> that was all I took from that scene. I was like, <gasps> economics. <laughs> took a family trip out to an economics convention, leaving their sweet angel boy behind. <laughs> Zach, would you like to come with us to this economic convention in I don't know, let's say like Orlando? <laughs> oh, more Florida. Yeah, because everything's in Florida, and he's just like, no. No. I don't. Mom and sister and dad who I've who we've never seen. But apparently the dad's good. He's nice. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe he's also like Zach and kinda sweet and kinda dumb. Mm. No, he's a senator, isn't he? Oh, I think you're right. I think he's so, so like, he can't, well, I mean he still he could be, be dumb. He could be dumb. He could be dumb. Zach is also very smart, very yeah. high grades. Yeah. Uh, they have they have low wisdom. Mm. High intelligence, low wisdom. For the D and D. Yes, I am yes, I am describing people. <laughs> Uh, so back into Miami. Welcome to Miami, Miami, Eddie? South Beach, where the heat is on. Party all night till the break of dawn. Yes, yes, yes that Miami, if you yes. will. 
Uh, Seth wrecks some old dudes in Shuffleball. He's just so good. Oh, he's so good at it. But then Ryan just wants lunch. But no, they meet a girl. There's another attractive woman here? There's another teenager? She wants my shovelboard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's not a teenager. Oh, no, that's right. She's in college. Yes. She could still be a teenager. I guess it's true. I mean, also, we learned stuff about her college. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> there's another attractive woman. Her name is Mary Sue. She's... Very attractive and, and very much wants to play shuffleboard. And she's very southern. Oh, yes. Yes, she is. Uh, we move from there to... The bait shop. The thing that we've been saying forever. Trey gets a job at the bait shop, which I guess has a new manager now. A new yeah. punk rock female manager. Well, so he can't be Alex, but... But it is Alex adjacent. He's pretty close. And Kevin, did you notice that when Marissa walks out, she walks out on the bottom level? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't there's, understand there's this building. There's so many things here. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he's actually just cleaning toilets, so he's more of Seth's job. Yes, but one day if he works hard. <laughs> it could be Alex's job, which we don't know what Alex's job is. We thought she was the owner. But it's still here, <laughs> so obviously not. I mean, cause she, but she does mention the owner one episode, but we just assumed that was, was a, a lie. lie. <laughs> because a teenager can't own a bar. But if there's one thing we've learned from Riverdale. They can. And also, this isn't really a bar. It's like some all-ages joint. That, that serves alcohol. It does serve alcohol, but it also serves woohoos. Yeah. Remember when Zach got a woohoo? <laughs> yeah, a Nah, it's a woohoo. <laughs> no, this isn't Riverdale. They do real brand names. Nah, I guess yeah, that's true. Uh, but he, but he, uh, Trey gives, uh, Marissa the most awkward hug I have ever seen a human being give another human being. And Marissa also feels awkward. <laughs> Marissa feels less awkward. Trey, like, ho- like, hugs her, and then it's like he's trying to figure out if he's touching a person. <laughs> it, it, it's the same way you would if you're trying to reach around to the other side of a tree to, like, tie something around it, and he's like, what's, what's going on back? What is this? What's happening back here? Now, I have to say something about Trey. I don't think he has a crush on Marissa, but I think this other girl told him he had a crush on Marissa. And now he believes that he does. I think he got tricked. I I do, I do. Well, I mean, he got tricked, and also, he's on a lot of drugs. It's true. We'll come to this. So, Trey gives the most awkward hug, and then he's like, "Uh, you know, we should celebrate. You know, we can... uh, Come over tomorrow. Aaron. It's a third third sexy dinner. possible sexy dinner. This... We're getting everything. This is mind-blowing. Three possible sexy dinners. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. It's oh, too much for us. So much. So much. We can't handle this. We can't handle this. So many feels. So many. So many. Oh, well, let's head back to Miami, where we learned that Mary Sue totally sharks Seth. Because Seth might not actually be good at shuffleboard. <laughs> he <laughs> might like, just play against old people. Yeah. Well, I like the idea that Mary Sue sharked him, and she's about to shark him again. So she, or she's like, okay, we'll have a rematch. And then Seth is like, yeah, let's make it a bet. It can be anything you want. It can be money. It can be food. Those are the only things I can think of. Well, she wants a partner. Cue Ryan, Seth's <laughs> protector, to zoom in with his drink and be like, what do you mean a partner? For what? For crime? No crime here. You can't do crime here, Mary Sue. There's no crime allowed. <laughs> Ryan's role in this episode is truly hilarious. He just appears around. He, he stands slightly off to the side of Seth, watching Seth. Just being like, what are you doing, man? I'm trying my best to help you here. <laughs> being contemplative. Like, he, he never outwardly is like, Seth, don't. I have to stop you. But he's always like, 
Oh man, oh jeez. <laughs> when they go to the MTV party and he just no, wanders you, you, wait, around. You mean the you mean the much band? <laughs> yeah, when they go to the much band beach party. Yeah. It's really just him wandering around being like, hmm. Teenagers. Yeah, well the the much band uh, the much brand spring break party. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> uh no Mar- Charles on Mary Sue needs a dance partner because she's going to the she really enunciates what it is it's a very complicated thing to say. I'm not gonna lie. It really is. But apparently by if there's a contest and if she wins it, she can get money for college. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. And she needs that so she can pay off her student loans. Yeah. Because her grandma has no money for medicine. Yeah. There's a lot of sob story here that I thought was gonna reveal to be wrong. I don't think they are. No, I think it's true. <laughs> I think all of a sudden it's true. I think she's just super sketchy. No, I don't really understand what her plan was. It's kind of like Carter's moving to New York plan. Yeah. <laughs> Because he wasn't expecting Kirsten to be there, so was he just going to ghost Kirsten? Yeah, I guess, I guess. well, I think she was just hoping that she could do what she did to Seth, which is she was going to shark someone into it. But Seth was so easy to shark. Well, and what are the chances that there would be a teenage boy at her grandma's retirement complex? I I, I think much like um, Moose's dad in Riverdale, she her plan pivoted and she was like, oh, this works. Because she was probably just going to go to the party and find a guy at the party. Now... Uh... We do, are going to have to take a break up here very quickly. But before mm. we do that, I have a very, very important question for you, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. I just need to figure this out. Okay. Can Summer see the future? Yes. Yeah, so Summer has some sort of magic. I don't think she knows she has it. But she can... This isn't the first time where she has said something... That, that seems come, insane. ...that has come true. And it's not the same as Ryan. Ryan is genre savvy. Ryan is aware of the show that he's in. Whereas Summer sees plot twists. Yeah, she knows what's going to happen and does nothing to stop it. Because there's no... Because she mentions the exact party. Yep. So she has to see the future. Because who could ever think that Seth was going to go to that party? <laughs> oh, <It's> Seth. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, tonight I'm trying something new. Ooh. 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 It is a limited edition beverage. And I don't know if they have this in the States, but it's a Schweppes. It's an alcoholic Schweppes. Yeah. Schweppes is like a ginger ale brand. Yeah, like, yeah. You know this. Schweppes I, ginger ale. Yeah, I don't know if people know this. But this is a sparkling blueberry elderberry Ooh. cocktail. It's actually really good. Limited edition. Yes. What I appreciate about that is that clearly does not look like a Schweppes can. <laughs> it looks just like a Schweppes can. No, no, but I mean, it's it's like size-wise. It's taller. Oh, yeah, that. it's taller. Because that's the problem I always have with... um Al- Alcoholic, non-alcohols. Yeah, what, what, there's that one... Uh, there's a twisted nest tea or something that look looks like... exactly like non like out, non-alcoholic nest teas. I'm like, man, some some, some six year old's gonna get drunk. Whereas this looks like it's the size of a tall boy beer can. Yeah, it looks like a tall boy. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's it's a little bit more sugar than I typically do in my alcohols, but well, it's ginger ale and a and two different kinds of berries. Exactly. It's very sugary. I wish I could figure out how many calories were in it though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to spin tomorrow. Okay. Went to spin yesterday, fell down in the snow. <laughs> I was just walking in the parking lot and then I just fell sideways. It happens. So, and the the best thing, this is, hey, here's a tip for anyone out there who's walking in the snow. If you're going to fall in the snow, 
just fall. Yeah, don't try to catch yourself. Just take it and roll with it. Fall on your butt. Let your butt protect you. Yep. And then get well, up and walk away. The best thing you can do is just roll with it. Yeah. Like, like, if, like just roll like up and back. Don't try to catch yourself, Because really. that's when you hurt yourself. That's when you break wrists and things. Learn how to fall, people. It's really embarrassing. Do take a stage fighting class. Falling as an adult? <laughs> well, I, sometimes you have the lo- world's longest fall where your feet slip out, and then you, like, go down, and then your feet slip out again, and you're like... <laughs> you're like, why? It takes you, like, a full 30 seconds to finally actually land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Canada. Ice. ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this drink would be good with ice and a straw. Well... We, those do exist in this place. I didn't bring a straw because I know that when I have a straw in a can, it aggravates you. Yeah, because it, it tingles. Yep. Tingle, it's so good. Tingle, tingle. I love straws. Yeah. They're so good for my teeth. But you use metal straws. That's the reason why. Yeah. Reusable straws. Yeah. Because I'm going to save all those birds. <laughs> That's why we don't... Oh, turtles. Yeah. I'm going to save the turtles. Yeah. Do you want some? Yeah. I was going to say, Aaron, you realize we don't end this segment until... Like, you cue the end of this segment. <laughs> No. Yeah, I got like distracted thinking about turtles and falling. Okay, no, I'm, I'm no too late. Maybe earlier, but it took too long. So now it's spring break. We're at the much band party. The much much brand much band spring break break band party brand. And who's performing? But T- someone who's famous today. It's Ti. It's Ti. Yeah, I think he was also famous back in. Like, I think he, so too. This this and. The Killers might have been one of the biggest pulls. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, they also had um, uh, not, Death Cab not, for Cutie. Yeah, Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm I'm mostly just surpri- just surprised that Ti did just do a cover of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so good. He didn't just so walk good. up and he's just like, "Welcome to Miami." <laughs> Eno, Eno on Miami. That's what the girls say. I mean, they're saying Spanish. I don't know if you said Spanish. I said something. You did say something. Uh, and then the twist is revealed. It's not a dance contest. No. It's a whipped cream body shot. Yeah. I'm contest. like, hold on, hold on. So it has nothing to do with her. Le- really, let's be clear about this. Mary Sue is a prop oh, in yeah. this contest. It's about Seth. So did she just look at Seth and was like, hmm, that boy looks like he can probably lick real fast. <laughs> Well, she's probably thinking, he's desperate. <laughs> he's desperate. He probably could lick very fast. So, yeah, it turns out she has to, like, put, they say cover, put sexually, sexual lines. Put a small amount of whipped cream on her boobs and stomach. Yeah, then he has to lick him off and take the chair out of her mouth, and then she'll win $5,000, I and guess. And he gets nothing. Yeah, so she sharked him is the basic point yep. here. Ryan overhears this, and he wanders off with his cell phone and calls Marissa. <laughs> He's instantly like, Marissa, you have to go to Summer. You have to make sure Summer does not watch the TV. And Marissa's like, oh, that doesn't seem like a thing I can do. There are, there are so many channels on the television and so many things that Summer could – she could be rage boxing. Once again, jump, this is not Ryan seeing the future. This is Ryan being aware of the conventions of this show. Yep. He's, he's like, if this could happen, it will. Yeah, he's like, Summer will see this. Marissa, you have to make sure someone doesn't see it. But oh. uh, Marissa's busy hanging – well, she is going to be busy yeah. hanging out with Trey. And to put on clarity that this relationship is different than it's ever been before, in the middle of this phone call, Ryan just gets flashed. <laughs> and Marissa thinks it's hilarious. Marissa, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> And Ryan hates it. He hates where he is. And Marissa's so aware of that. She's so aware that Ryan is miserable. Yep. 
What? Why was it this relationship beforehand? Like, this is great. I love this. They just, they needed to be apart so they could be together. I guess. I guess, yeah. Marissa needed to yeah. be less drunk. <laughs> that is true. It is true. It's been a long time since she was drunk. All right, well, let's head off to uh, some of our sexy dinners. First sexy dinner. Well, this is like the pre-up to the first sexy dinner, I guess. Zach is making gnocchi. Yeah, yeah. Summer doesn't understand it. Is. This is a fun thing there. And then, of course, of course, Zach, Zach turns on the TV. So that she will be distracted and while of, he makes the gnocchi. And, of course, it's 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 right on the much-banned summer spring dance. Fling party. Thing. Uh, and... And... Despite Summer showing her hatred for it immediately, they don't change the channel. And I don't understand. <laughs> and they don't ever turn it off. The dinner happens and it's, it's still, still on. on. <laughs> it's background noise. I guess. I just don't understand why a TV in Zach's house would be on this channel. <laughs> uh, there's some sec- There's some secrets about, uh, I guess, the younger sister we don't know. Maybe oh. the mom. Maybe the mom. Maybe the mom's like, I really like much band. She just watches it and makes notes. <laughs> She's tracking uh, economic trends. Oh yeah, it's, that you see forecast in the music videos. Oh no, that'd be perfect. It'd be, it'd be something where like she like she's on that channel, but it's for a real dumb reason. <laughs> yes, well, a real smart reason, but you know, a real yeah. dumb reason, an annoying reason. <laughs> so at a not sexy dinner, yeah. Sandy meets Bobby, and Bobby is the Bobby is Miami. I think Miami has some. I think he's like the elemental of Florida. Mm. Like mm-hmm. he has risen out of the the swamps and the bayous to become to become this tanned man with like with white shock- teeth and shocking white hair. Yeah, and like wearing a uh, a, <laughs> a a Hawaiian print shirt with a blazer on top. And he does not look twelve years younger than the Nana. <laughs> no, that feels like a lie. <laughs> he has the leathery skin of a man who spends too much time on the beach. Yeah. Uh, and this immediately cuts into Sandy after, you know, Nan, the Nana has head off to really interrogate Bobby. But no, he's not, no, looking not, not really for interrogate. Answers. He's threatening Bobby. Yes. Yeah. He's talking about how, you know, he's a suspicious man. Yeah. And he mentions, he mentions his job as a lawyer. He mentions all his cop and, uh, I almost said super cop and like government friends. <laughs> super cop. Well. Yeah. All of his cop and super cop friends. He refrains from mentioning his friend the OC, but it's implied. <laughs> well, Bobby wouldn't know who that was. I think he's a very local hero. Oh, that's true. He'd be like, also, I'm good friends with the OC. And Bobby would be like, what? Are you... Sandy doesn't want to sound crazy. You want Flo Rida? <laughs> Down here we have Flo Rida. <laughs> you see, when you take his name and you put it together, it's it says Florida. Florida. Do you get it? Flo. Rida. Thanks, Bobby. So, Bobby thinks some thoughts. He shows worry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marissa makes a very strange choice in this she, fun hangout with her, her friend. to notebook Trey. Yeah. She's like, oh, Trey, let's have fun to celebrate your thing. I'm going to show you my favorite movie, The Notebook. And you won't remember this because you're a wee bit too young. But at the time, notebooking was a thing. 
where girls would make their boyfriends watch the notebook so they'd cuddle. Well, I was mostly just like, Marissa, don't watch the notebook with your platonic guy friend. I have a lot of platonic girlfriends and I and I would never watch the notebook with them. That's not what that movie is for. That movie is for romance. You could watch like a romantic comedy, sure. You could watch 27 dresses yes like you could watch all these you could watch all those romantic yeah, comedies go those are watch, fine go watch kate hudson being clumsy yeah, you can even watch older ones like you got mail things like that but don't watch yeah. the notebook don't notebook <laughs> your brother-in-law it's it's a very marissa thing to do where she's just like yeah we'll do, we'll doesn't do even think about it She's like, this is a good movie. Well, we match cut. This is a great great thing. They put down the alcohol, and then it gets picked right up again as Kirsten and Carter are there. First, Kirsten sad drinks some wine. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Stares into the middle distance. <laughs> what is happening? Why am I here? What's going on? And then, why does she blow out the candles? I wasn't paying attention. Um, I will say blowing out candles puts smell into the air. Oh, yes. Yeah. The other concept I had, I came with this later. So she claims to have made the food for Carter. We as the audience know that's a lie. Yeah, she absolutely d- did not cook anything. Um, I once had someone do this. I had a friend of mine tell me that he tried to impress a girl. He pretended he cooked a meal. Right. And to help sell it, he lit a bunch of candles and blew them out to create the smell of smoke. So <laughs> it would kind of smell like he actually had cooked something. That's hilarious. So I'm, I can't say that's exactly what she did. But it's something like that. <laughs> but that's just the feeling I got. I mean, the other idea is that she just blew out the candle because she's like, oh, no, too romantic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. This scene is very different from the Marissa and Trey one. It's still very awkward, but it's very awkward in a super subdued way. Because they're grown-ups. Yeah. They have grown-up awkward. Uh, we, we go and apparently there's a tent for everyone to practice and get ready for the whipped cream licking. And Seth tries to drop out. Aaron, this is where I realized something. Hmm. This, the whipped cream licking, it's the fourth sexy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but with this dinner, they start with dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Four sexy dinners, one unsexy dinner. It's a lot of... So many dinners. <laughs> a lot of dinners and the different kinds of dinners. You got the Italian dinner. You got the... Uh, the, the Mexican I, dinner. You have the I, yeah, the I pretended to cook dinner. <laughs> you have the non-sexy dinner. You have this one's whip, licking whipped cream off a woman's body, which I... I don't know. Something's hilarious with the fact that like there's people practicing back there. Like, all right, honey, we got this. Come on. No, use your technique. What can she do? <laughs> She's literally a prop for this. Yep. She's getting a lot of money for just getting some dude to lick stuff off her. Seth gets so, nothing. Maybe she deserves that. That's true. So yeah, he, uh, Seth tries to get out of it, but she's real good at guilt trips. And again, her college, <laughs> the medicine. This, this is where it feels like she has to be tricking him, and she's not really. Because her story doesn't really make any sense at all. And it really feels like she's like, oh no, it's just, I mean, I really need this money so that, I, you know, we can do these things. And like, it's just very important that we get this. And if, if I don't, I'm like, she has to be lying. I don't think she is. I think she's just real weird. <laughs> Well, well, there's a reason why she's so weird. <laughs> so, Which, when we get to go over to Ryan, see what he's up to. Just wandering around the party, hating his life, decides to buy a bottle of water. Next to a man. Next to a stereotype. This man is very clearly, and I am actually upset that Ryan did not catch on to it earlier. He's very clearly Mary Sue's 
super Christian boyfriend. He has literally the exact same accent. He is worse than Archie. Archie Andrews at just explaining everything to what's going on in his life to complete strangers. Like, he walked up and he and this this guy, we'll call him boyfriend. Yeah. Boyfriend looks at Ryan and goes, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Which I guess was an indication, was a, a lure. It was, he threw out his bait because Ryan just goes, that's fine. How about you? I'm glad you asked. Let me explain. Here is my life story. I had a girlfriend. I thought she was great, but she is a heathen. I we she goes to Bob Jones College, and if they find it, and she but she came here to show her skin off on screen. If they learn about it, she'll be expelled. And Ryan's kind of like, I mean, lots of people show their skin. I also think she he he wants to disconnect with this so badly, <laughs> and. I'm, and also, I think that, you know, she's cheating on me with the man that she is going to use in this contest. <laughs> Fortunately, I brought along my backup. This is my Bible study group. We are all buff men. And Ryan's like, okay. What is happening? Why are you telling me <laughs> what? this? And it makes the genre savvy Ryan has not got on already until he goes, yeah. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll we'll unleash uh, hell and brimstone upon uh, the man and Mary Sue. And then Ryan's like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. I should I should have been listening to the beginning of that. Also, for people listening, yeah. just because you're mad at your girlfriend, you should not release fire and brimstone on her. <laughs> yeah, apparently he, he, like, followed her down here. She... And what is he planning on doing to her? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This man doesn't make any sense. This, this guy would fit in better in Riverdale than he would in the OC. He's not a human. He Also, he's not. Also, he's, he's like... Bible study group, the his buff Bible study mm. buddies. Um, <laughs> they're they're kind of just like he's sulking at a at, at a bar, so you could kind of understand understand like why you know you stick up beside him. But just off to the side, standing against the corner, are his buff like Bible study buddies. Five of them. They're just like, and when he motions them, they're just like, "Yes, we are here." <laughs> He's just been doing it all night, and he's like, "You wait for me to motion." So I wonder if maybe there's maybe the mystic scene is a scene with them. <laughs> maybe that explains anything. And no one is paying those buff boys to talk, Kevin. <laughs> they are getting extra rate. <laughs> Not featured player. Uh, that's fair. So, um, meanwhile, Kristen and Carter are drunk again. Yeah, it's kind of a thing they do. And Meanwhile, or sorry, and this, and this is where uh, uh, he like he like helps her take the lid off of a wine, and they gently they like, touch hands on the wine. And there's very much tension. And then Kristen's like, "We need food." <laughs> yeah, because they drank a whole bottle of wine without eating again. <sighs> They're really bad as adults. I know. <laughs> I'm an adult. I know you need to eat. Because they, it's so easy for them to slip, I guess. So, meanwhile, meanwhile, other people who don't get to eat. A distinctly less sexy dinner. Sandy and the Nana are sadly hanging out at a table. Because Bobby doesn't, is not showing up. He's so late for, I guess, their second dinner? Yeah, I guess they're having a, like, that was, well, that was lunch. Now they're oh, having dinner. Right. I don't know, but uh, he does call, and then he's like, uh, I guess we only hear her side of the conversation, but I guess he's he's like, oh, there's a malpractice suit, and I have to leave town. <laughs> and he's never, well, he doesn't know when he's coming back. Which means he's never coming back. Yeah. 
so he's gone, and the Nana immediately figures out what's going on. She's sad. And Sandy feels... Oh, so the feelings in Sandy. But, like, Sandy didn't even actually know anything. All he said to Bobby was, I could know stuff. Yeah, but he threatened him. Like, like here's the thing. Bobby running is a very bad thing. But um, but even if even if he had... There's two ways I could see this going. I could also see him doing the, doing the threatening thing. And Bobby being like, uh, what? Tell your mom. <laughs> well, because he was very outwardly just hostile, which could be off-putting, <laughs> but Bobby clearly has some stuff going on. Yeah, because yeah. you know what? If Bobby had nothing to hide, then he would have told Sandy's mom, and then Sandy's mom would have gotten him in trouble, <laughs> and they would have moved on. You told my mom! How dare you! Uh, now to a pseudo-sexier dinner. Yeah. Marissa and Trey are playing quarters. I guess they haven't watched the movie yet? No. <laughs> or they're watching another movie? I don't know. They haven't notebooked yet. I don't know, but they're but they are also pretty drunk. Then they note. Then he starts the movie. But then he's sitting like a little bit too close to Marissa. And they, and they do the thing where they look at each other, then look away, then look and then look away, then look and then look away. The tension is so thick that Marissa, that Marissa Cooper, can feel it, and she's like, "He's being weird." Yeah, Marissa Cooper, who who does not realize she should not notebook her platonic <laughs> guy friend realizes that she has done it he's like let's go out into the cold (laughs) this seems good let's go out into the coldest air there is so trey sends her out and he's like i'll be with you in a second i just gotta grab my jacket which is code for For cocaine do some cocaine great work trey good 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 life choice good job good job trey good job (sighs) you're doing so well well let's head back to spring break where Man, I just want to take a moment here and uh, give some give some props to the actor playing the v, the the male VJ. Oh, he's so in role. Oh man, he's having the time of his life, and and like these two are so perfect as what what you used to visualize when you saw these things. Because what always was was some crazy dude being like, "Yeah, these things," and then just the woman standing next to him, just like perfectly still, is like, "Yes, that is what's going on." I'm so beautiful. Yeah, like it's it's never it's always that way. It's always super animated and statuesque. Yes. So, kudos. They nailed it. Yeah. So the contest begins, and then we pan out from the contest because. Of course, Summer and Zach are watching. And Summer is so mad. Yeah, she's like, oh. Well, first she was watching and she's like, who would take place in this? This is so degrading to women. And then Seth just like pops up into view like, hello. And she's like. <gasps> and then she makes a very strong call. It's, let's, it's just, let's call it what it is. A rage blackout. And in this rage blackout, she does not punch anyone. But she face punches <laughs> Zach. As what other people might call a kiss. Super kisses him. Super kisses Zachary. So her dinner is the sexiest dinner. <laughs> you know Unfortunately. what? Unfortunately. You know what? By, I mean, yeah, no, hers is probably the sexiest dinner. Strange enough, the sexier than the whipped cream dinner, <laughs> which oh. is mostly just upsetting. Because Ryan, he sees that boyfriend see Seth, and he's like, oh no, he's going to do a murder. Like, oh no, no. So these very strong Christians, these buff Bible study buddies, if you will, come up to get Ryan and Seth, and security gives, like, they're like, hey. Like lip service. They're like, hey, oh, stop. don't do a thing. Don't do that. Mary Sue disappears from the episode. And Seth and Ryan just kind of wait. <laughs> wait to be beaten? I guess. 
Now, luckily, I'm just going to spoil it now. Yeah. The Buff Boys do not do a beatdown. No, well, I mean, they're... Maybe they do. Like, they more of just goof on him. <laughs> they cover Seth in With whipped, whipped cream, cream. And then they're like... And they, I guess they spike his hair up. They kind of just humiliate him. They're like, all right, there's your fire and brimstone. Ha ha. And they do not allow him to shower. Despite the fact that there are so many pools at the party he could just jump into. <laughs> the pool that's right in front of him. I think they just block his way from He's every like, no, pool. No, you can't go in. We're so buff. <laughs> You're just annoying. Stop. <laughs> So that's good. At least they don't do any murders. No, there's no there's no actual Helen Brimstone. No. And I bet I bet when he goes to see Mary Sue, he's like, Mary Sue, I am disappointed in you. And then all him and all his friends walk away. <laughs> and she's like <gasps> I have five thousand dollars, okay. Yeah, she's like, Whatever, I got what I wanted. <laughs> now maybe I'll go to a better college. <laughs> One that doesn't doesn't breed this. Exactly. One that allows us to be ourselves. Yeah. So we get a really good scene here, so that means we probably won't talk about it for too long. No, there's but, not much to. Yeah, Sandy apologizes to his mom, and it's a great job because the Nana is like, I mean, I kind of figured he's super sketchy. And I think I invited you here. He's also an elemental of Florida. Like, you realize he can't leave this state. As soon as he crosses the border, he returns to dirt. Exactly. He's just going to return to the earth. I knew it couldn't last. <laughs> But then she says, but I gave myself false hope because yeah. I just wanted to know I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life alone. Yeah. And that's a very, it's very sad, but it's also very sweet. Sandy's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry, um, mom. Like, it's not a moment where he, like, they're, they're both like, Sandy, you kind of did the right thing, but she's still sad. But it's still sad. Yeah, way. Yeah, it's still sad. All right. So let's finish up another sexy dinner uh, where Kirsten, this is where she reveals she didn't carry the meal, but... Uh, what a surprise. But then honesty makes Carter feel Also the... have honesty. Yeah, so he reveals that he almost didn't take the job because of Kirsten. And then... Then they kiss. And I'm like, no, bad Carter and Kirsten. But then Kirsten also says, bad Carter and Kirsten. And, and Carter, Carter also is kind of like, yeah. Because she's like, okay, well, have fun in New York. Essentially, the thing, weird thing about them is that they both—they're both like this, these two people who are very attracted to each other. And every time they reach that moment, they both just go. <sighs> so he kisses her forehead, and he leaves. This, this—he just want to say what's great about the OC, and I, we kind of gush about the OC, OC when we come back after Riverdale. Mm. But it's such a good job of having plot lines that involve people doing bad things but n without them being bad people yeah like Maybe there's just people getting caught in circumstances yeah like i like you can't blame carter or kirsten for this but even though they both made vast mistakes Car kirsten should not have changed the dinner to a, a thing carter should not have kissed her i mean even and all the plot lines even like like seth is not really at fault for like he should he should have pulled back but also... Also, when you're 16, it's, like, really hard to yeah, stand then, up for yourself. Then obviously, Summer should not have kissed Zach yeah. at that moment. Like, there's a lot of things where everybody's doing something that's bad, but I can't... I don't feel like, oh, They're that person yeah. is a bad person. Uh, though it is worth mentioning, the end of the scene is very bizarre. Kirsten is so sad that she can't sad drink wine. She has to sad drink vodka straight vodka this is the most dramatic drinking of a drink i've ever seen we see the full process she pulls out the vodka pours it into glass on ice and then drinks it all 
And that's disgusting. And then stares into the distance and goes, what? <laughs> Why did I do that? What's happening? What am I doing? Why did I drink vodka? What's going on anywhere? Ugh. There's wine right there. I, I don't understand. Poor Kirsten. Uh, we have, then we have, I guess, the climax of the episode. The most upsetting ever. Yeah. Which, which here's the thing. OC has earned this because they've gone through mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, even though... So, what happens is yep. they're on the beach... Trey, Trey is very on cocaine. He's so excited. He just wants to howl. He loves his life. The actor plays this very well. Like, it's very clearly that you're... The, if Because you knew he did drugs, you're like, he's on drugs. See, this is why I love season two Trey. Yeah. The actor's so good. Yeah. Uh, so he's very on cocaine. And then he, like, you know, he confesses his feelings for Marissa. He he unfortunately pulls out the supervillain line, we're not so different, you and me. And Marissa's like, oh, Trey. Like, no, that's what villains do. Yeah, don't. You can't say that line and be the good guy. Trey, Yeah, just don't. Then he then he assaults her. and Because he, not to excuse his actions, yeah. but he is on drugs. Like, he, Trey would not do this. this. This is a crazy powerful scene in a lot of different ways. And the, connect to the scene afterwards, which doesn't have that too much. I think we'll have to yeah, tune yeah. all as one. So uh, Marissa smacks him in the head real hard with, with a, a with a log, log. Like a beach her, log. Her purse gets thrown off at one point. You see her phone fall out, and then she runs off. And the rest of the scene fall, is like all on Trey, and is just his acting, and it is so good. Yeah, because he is infuriated at himself, and he and he's like so upset, and he's so angry, and that. And then we get a quick thing. We go over to Ryan and Seth. We learn the outcome of that. And then Ryan's like, okay, well, you know, you go in to take a shower. Yeah. I'm just going to call Marissa. Yeah, but Marissa's phone's on the ground. So he calls it, and he's calling, and then Trey, Trey picks, picks it, it up. and holds it. And he sees, like, the caller ID. And he and then, realizes. Yeah, then he just sits down, and then this episode is done. Like, it's, this, it is so, this is going to sound like the wrong word, but yeah. this scene, both parts of it, yeah. is so Beautiful. Well, and it and it shows how good the OC is with nuance because because like this entire episode is full of people making really really bad decisions and, and doing bad things. Trays the capstone on yeah. it. Yeah, and then and but but then it shows us repercussions and the people feeling about the things that they're that they're doing. I mean, not all of them. Some of them are obviously coming up in next episodes. Mm-hmm. But by having having this just end, like he doesn't pick up the phone. He just like has his moment where he's completely desolate now, and it's really starting to come back from this from like what happened just beforehand for us to feel for him again. Well, remember Trey screw screws everything up like yeah. every time he gets something good yeah, that, that that is that his that is what he does yeah his he is he is cursed with a history of knowing that when that when something good has happened he will do something to screw it up and that is just what happened and he you know it's a self-serving prophecy where self-fulfilling. he self-fulfilling prophecy where he knows yeah, you can serve a prophecy i don't yeah, care uh, who am i to say yeah, self-serving self-fulfilling i'll live your bliss but you know he knows that he's gonna screw up yeah so he, he does screw yeah. up and I, I also blame that mysterious overdose woman who has disappeared who got him back on cocaine. Yeah. She literally, she overdosed. I'm like, thanks for helping me not overdose. Anyway, let's do a whole bunch of drugs. More drugs. Oh, uh, addicts. And when his life is so empty, like, 
you know, he at that point he didn't have he had a brother who he saw yeah. sometimes and he had an apartment. And that was about it. Yeah. Sad. Trey. Very good ending though. Yeah. Very so good. powerful. So and it's just so beautiful. It's, yeah. It's it's small but big. It's not like the ending of Riverdale for when they put it down to quarantine where it's like the town's in quarantine. Whoa. Whoa. No, this one was no words. Nothing had to be said. You just got it. Mm-hmm. So Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic signed up to be a part of a dance competition only to discover that it was a drama-filled whipped cream licking <laughs> competition? Oh, man. They got tricked. They got tricked. got tricked. They got bamboozled. And you know what? I didn't have one. I'll be honest. Going into this, I did not have one. Yeah, it's a hard. this is a good, tight... Good episode. Um, what I have selected, and I mean, I get it. I know why it's in there, but it still isn't super logical is overdose girl standing behind Trey and being like what you and Marissa you'll never get her (laughs) it's such a difference when she first appeared where she's like I want to thank you for helping me with some sex and drugs and then later like what are you loser you can't (laughs) ever and like obviously it was there so that Trey would have that in his mind yeah when Marissa rejected him yeah so I mean I get it. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was a seed for a moment, but it was a very weird seed. And it like wasn't very well done, and also seemed out of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you find one? I did, and mine is a shot. Is a single shot. It's the <laughs> shot where, uh, where when Ryan's talking to boyfriend, uh, where he where he goes like, yeah. So I brought some of my buddies, and he points off to the side <laughs> where just five men are standing there watching them. Being like, mm. why were they there? <laughs> watching him have a conversation yeah he wasn't before that moment he was just sitting at a bar what were they doing just chatting with each other just being like man sure it's interesting down here in florida did you hear that will smith song yeah will smith too bad they're all heathens that feels like the kind of christianity that they want to do exactly yeah uh I so, mean, I love that dumb, terrible boyfriend who's just like hey you seem like the first person i've talked to down here you want to learn about everything? You look like a nice man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, I was born uh, back in uh, 1903 uh, to a small farming family. And he's, Brian's like, what? It's 2005. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I was resurrected back in 2004 when I had uh, d- died in my battle against uh, Apocalypse. <laughs> That's a plot line from from Superman. <laughs> you just saying that. Well, well, I am a Superman. No, Thank you, you. Yes, you see, I'm from a small from a small rural town in Kansas. Uh, and well, well, I was dead. There were many people who tried to take my place. Uh, there was Steel, and there was uh, there was Superboy. And there was I can't listen to you. <laughs> like, I I can be the only superhero on this TV show. I can't do this right now. And I'm just a vigilante. I can't do this with you right now. I'm sorry. I gotta go do a salmon ladder or something. <laughs> I'm gonna go meet that, that arrow guy. We're just gonna salmon ladder together. I hate this party. <laughs> <laughs> Seen so many boobs today. I don't want to see them. Just want Marissa's boobs. <laughs> I don't want. 
just like, why life? Why won't you let dude, me be happy? I just want to say, like, 2005 is also, like, because the show, this, this episode has so many scantily clad women, it also shows peak what was attractive in 2005, mm-hmm. which is skinny women. So skinny. Yeah. They're the tiniest with no curves. Yeah, yeah. That That is, that is the... Like that is uh, that is you know that is what uh, attractive women were in two thousand five, and mm-hmm. men were uh, like men were men also are... a lot less buff. That's what I was gonna say because yeah. we see Trey with no shirt on; he's got no defined abdomen muscles yeah. at all. Which I mean, if if that was today in like two uh, two thousand nineteen, he would have to be ripped. Yep, for him to be allowed to have no shirt on. Yeah, yeah, like and for her to open up, he would, he would be like a Chris Evans style, like like just rippling he's muscles, weirdly oiled. Don't know where that came from. Why? I don't know why that's happening. Yeah, it's really different, and it, yeah. you you haven't really. I didn't really notice the shift as it happened. Yeah. Because I feel like women now are a lot more athletic as well. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot more athletic as well. Yeah. Well, I'm also thinking about Luke. Luke was supposed to be like, oh, the big tough guy. He's not that defined. Well, and I've seen Luke now with no shirt on yeah. because, as you know, yeah. he's a bone doctor. <laughs> but, I mean, known for taking their shirts off. But, I mean, compare him to Riverdale where you get, like, Chuck Clayton and Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. Who um, are these massive. Arch- yeah. like, the, like or I mean, Archie as well. But, I yeah. mean, the only one on the show who probably isn't, who isn't massive is Jughead. And he's got a different aesthetic. He, yeah. He's still more muscular than Seth. Yeah, definitely. He's probably also more muscular than Trey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Trey is... And, and Luke Luke is just a big guy. Yeah, he's really... He's just tall, and yeah. he has broad shoulders. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's interesting. That's an interesting thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Well, hey, uh, that's the OC. Uh, we have one more week of the OC before Riverdale comes back, because that's... How we're doing it. And so we're going to deal with the fallout of all of the bad decisions made this episode. Yeah. And then, what, so there's 24 episodes this season. This was 21, so. 25 episodes, 25 episodes this season. Yeah, so we've got three more when we get back. I thought it was only 24. Believe it? Doesn't, doesn't it's matter. not really that important. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, we're getting very close to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are getting set up. We're going to see the fallout from a lot of these things. And there's quite a bit of fallout we need to see. Oh, so many things have to happen. Man, this is how you do a climax of relationships. <sighs> yeah, so good. Uh, well, hey, if you like that episode, you should give us a rating, review, subscription on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Or you can stream us on Spotify. Whatever. There's so many options now. All over the place. All over the All place. All over the place. You can also get us on social media, mostly Aaron. <laughs> and it's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA on Instagram, oh. on Twitter. I'm on both of those. Or you can send us an email, and that email is at podcastmoa at gmail.com. And you know what you should also do? Just tell your friends about us. Everyone misses the OC. Everyone's thinking about Chris Carmack right now because he's on... <laughs> He's on Grey's Anatomy being real hot. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I tell people, like, um, you know, oh, you we're doing the OC right now, they're always like, oh, I haven't seen that show in forever. I'm like, yeah, it goes up and down. It sure <laughs> it's does. A hard up and down on that show. What is Trey going to do now? Will Summer tell Seth what happened? But what was Mary Sue up to? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 